Oh, hey, what up, dog? Where have you been? Around, you know, just kind of doing the thing. Why is everybody so mad at you? I don't know. Are they mad? What have they been saying? They've been saying, like, blah, 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 blah. Ben's a prick. They said that? A lot. That sucks. What does it mean? Penis. It means penis. Oh. Penis. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm FN Grasshopper and as ever I'm joined by my talented co-host Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi Dan. Hi Tony, how are you? Not bad mate, not bad mate. Um, looking forward to the beer. Weekend's almost upon us. Looking <laughs> forward to it. <laughs> how about you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Looking forward to this one with our um, year anniversary, so happy anniversary. Happy anniversary mate, yes, great stuff. It's actually <laughs> brilliant to coincide on that date. Particularly. Yeah, with a year ago happened. today, we, we recorded the first, well, the second one, because we did the second one before the first one. Yeah, grass and gear, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, today we're titled Up the Duff, um, because Danny's pregnant with triplets. No, joking, not really. Um, <laughs> titled Up the Duff because we've got a special guest with us. Um, it's Mark Duffy. Hi, Mark. Hello! <laughs> Can you tell us Hi, who Mike. you are and what you do? Uh, I am the best tea boy that Sports Interactive has ever, ever, ever had. <laughs> Excellent. How long have you been the tea boy at Sports Interactive? Uh, 20 years. Nice. So you've uh, probably earned a few holiday days now, haven't you? Something like that. <laughs> I had someone actually really take the piss out of the cup of tea I made the other day. I'm a milk in first guy. and uh, That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I had a ridicule in the office, so maybe I need to adjust my techniques. Quite right. Yeah, yeah. But very, very excited to join you on your anniversary special. Thank you very much. Pleasure. I feel like maybe we should have a little happy birthday, but maybe not. No, we can't do a virtual <laughs> cake or anything, unfortunately. And you've only just had your dinner, so it wouldn't be right. Were you... I'd say a sandwich isn't a dinner, but yeah, I'm still hungry. I'm a big lad. <laughs> You're not um, the only one. So, Mark, you obviously work Sports, Interac- Sports Interactive. Are you putting this time on your timesheet tomorrow morning? I sure, certainly will be. Okay, so we can yeah. make it a really long podcast, couldn't we? I have a day off in loo for this. <laughs> Don't have to spend it in the loo, it's all right. Um, right, so we obviously we do a um, beer opening in a sec, but we are playing a game today, Know Your FM Features. Um, it's a game I've put together where we're doing a kind of winner stays on scenario. So... We've got, we've got 10 questions. We're going to kick off with Mark answering them. And if he gets it wrong, then it translates over to Dan to answer. And they're all about Football Manager series from 2005 onwards. Uh, and it's all about FM features, really. Um, the winner stays on, as I said. Mark only gets one point for correct answers. Um, Dan gets two. And on, on the basis, it's because this is Mark's job. So he really should be knowing every answer to these questions. You definitely picked the wrong guy then. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's FM discussion to go from each question, which Dan or I will initiate. And the prize is a Friday follow from the Grass and Gear account. <laughs> so if that doesn't like make you excited, I don't know what will. What so, about um, maybe a prize of getting to touch Curtis Sporton's ass? Would that be good? <laughs> Immaculate ass. Uh, you, you could do that. To be fair, there's nothing stopping you that if you lost even today. You can still do that tomorrow morning. Excellent. But don't blame Grass and Gear when you get a workplace tribunal. Okay, I won't. Thank uh, you. <laughs> um, so whenever you're ready, then we're going to spark up our beer. I've got a Cobra. Um, nice little beer to go after my curry. What about you, Dan? I've got a Henry Weston's Vintage Cider. Nice. And Mark? I've got a Tenant Super. Lovely stuff. Not really, no. I've got a Coke, unfortunately. 
<laughs> oh really? Oh, it's a school night. I'm on the hard stuff tonight. God, yeah, sugar high. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, whenever you're ready, guys, just spark up. Oh yeah, all over the keyboard, brilliant. Lovely stuff. <laughs> right, I'm ready. Ah, oh, brilliant. Right, we're going to go straight into it. So, um, Mark, you're first up, and your question is. Which edition of FM features the two new national teams, Zanzibar and Tuvalu? So this is this is this is a ridiculous icebreaker question. They're not all this hard. I admit this is a bit difficult. So how how did you research this question? Did you know it yourself? Um, no, this one was actually courtesy of Wikipedia. Not all all of them are, but this one was. Um, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Do you know much about Zanzibar? I don't, I'm afraid, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, oh dear. What a shit question. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I thought it might be about some like some like famous players, you know, ones we, to we, walk. We might come on to that. We might come on to Maybe. that. Maybe. I'll prepare myself for all of those but when it... I get that. <laughs> I am going to say uh, football manager... Just fucking making this up. Yep. Football manager, two thousand and seven. Oh, not not bad. You're in the right area. It's um, it's FM two thousand and ten. Um, don't know. Ask me why those nations were added. Zanzibar's always been around. I think Freddie Mercury was born there, so he was born a long time ago. Um, so yeah, did, those. Did so, he ever made a World Cup? Didn't he? He didn't. I don't think he was good enough to make a World Cup. Not him. Country. Oh, if we meant Freddie Mercury, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zanzibar, no, it's, it's off the coast of Tanzania. I don't think it's good enough for a national team. No. Tuvalu's an island somewhere in Pacific, but um, Sports Interactive obviously saw a, a desperate need to add these two nations into the game. Uh, and to be fair, even the team man doesn't even know who they were. There are no limits to the size and quality of our research network. <laughs> it spans the globe far and wide. Even Zanzibar. Even Zanzibar. <laughs> right, so th there's actually no FM discussion on that question. Um, That's just an icebreaker. But the good news is, obviously Mark's got it wrong, so we go over to Dan, so Dan gets a, a stab at least answering a one few question. questions about FM. So this might be your one question. <laughs> so Dan, um, what edition of Football Manager was Take a Breather removed? So that's removed? A, yeah. So um, take, take a Breather, so the popular team instruction... Was it made popular by myself? It, uh, to be fair, it became popular. It was one of our. Was it the first Grass and Gear podcast we did? We spoke about this team yeah. instruction. Yeah, um, um, I believe it was removed this year in FM nineteen. Um, Daniel, son, that is correct. Yes. So you take a one point lead over Mark. <laughs> See, I would have even got that one wrong. So this is just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was probably one of the easier questions because it was it was only it was this year that that team instruction was removed. Well, I'm absolutely screwed then if that's um, an easy one. <laughs> and it was a throwback to our first episode where we did 21 questions. So we did a um, I think Dan thought of the team instruction and I was doing 21 questions to get it out of him what it was. Um, and I don't think I got it. It was ridiculously hard. No, you didn't. Um, it is a team instruction I did used to use, but on and off, and I know used it quite frequently. Mm. And then yeah. it was removed. Heartbreak. <laughs> Heartbreak. I'm sure you you were the same guys who used to use the with and without ball feature from many moons ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, that might be a question later. So you never know. You never know. Um, so the question really was to Mark: well, Why was that removed? Obviously, this is not a good start because you didn't even know it was removed. Um, well, I um, well, the confession here is that, with the exception of probably Football Manager twenty fourteen, I haven't, and then twenty nineteen, I haven't really got into a save. Okay. So I wouldn't have necessarily known the difference between nineteen and eighteen. Yeah, because I was sort of that. Nineteen was the first one I played for a while, and I really, 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 really got into my save with that. As you, as you guys probably know, it's all about getting connecting with your save. It is, yeah. yeah, to be fair, yeah, it's, there's so many features in the game and little terminology and stuff. If you're not playing it, then you're not looking at it every day like we are. We're sad virgins no. playing mm-hmm. it every day. <laughs> and also, the way I play is I'm kind of not really into the tactical side. I just leave it to the defaults. I'm more about I'm a bit of a Harry Harry Redknapp. I'm a bit of a wheeler dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I like to buy strikers. That's my thing. Right, okay. And sit outside car parks waiting for them to come, at, come out of training. Yeah, exactly. Tap them up. Exactly. <laughs> Crouchy's my, coming in. In my uh, Range Rover. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Mark, you can't tell us why it's removed. Well, I can tell you that there was a, a, a big overhaul of the tactics. Yeah. And that, was, that was the big thing. As to the exact reason, I couldn't. Yeah, I could make an answer up, but I won't. <laughs> or you can just take a breather and not answer it. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> okay, well, going to the next one. So, Dan, you, you actually stay on. Oh, well. So, well, it was nice knowing you, Mark. Um, <laughs> I'm here all night. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, so, Dan, the, the third question. Um, what edition of Foot Manager was sliders removed? So, sliders being the popular, don't we call them, other than sliders, where you could, where you could tweak... F- like stuff like creativity and passing range, etc. Blame me. Um, Trying to figure out how long ago that was. Do you miss sliders, Mark? Not really. No. No. To be fair, I actually don't. I think there's a lot of outcry at the time, but yeah, I, m- I remember. I remember the um, like outcry of it, but it's actually a lot better now. In Where's my the buzz- buzzer? I think I know this one. Okay. Well. I am. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, well, I, I reckon it was about five years ago. Okay, so I'm not very good at maths, Dan, so you're going to have to minus five of 19. What is that? <laughs> I'm going to go for uh, FM 13. Is that five years of 19? No, that's six years, but I'm just going to go for FM 13. Okay. I said roughly five years ago. Right, okay. Um, so it's incorrect, Dan. If you were yes. to guess, Mark, I'll let you buzz in. Obviously, you're, you're going to steal it anyway. Well, I, I hope I'm right. I believe the last big overhaul was either 15 or 14. I think it was 14. Uh, so I'm going to go 2014. Correct. It is correct. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, Dan, you were right with five years. Mm. Um, and that ah. was probably the, the the biggest overhaul we've had, isn't it, tactically? I think mm. it was a lot changed. It was, and that was the year I had a really good save of Newcastle, won the Champions League, no less. Yep. So that's how in, I remember. You had the inside knowledge on the new tactical setups. Yeah, uh, so actually, think... going into the game, obviously, <laughs> do you know much about under the hood, like what is ha- what is happening and that you don't, like, obviously sliders were removed. Did you get any h- hints of like, what you know, how to how to play the game differently? Do you know what, right? If, if Paul Collier's the guy who does the match engine, even he doesn't quite know how the magic happens. Really? All the time. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's just an amazing creation and i know it gets a lot of attention on the on the forums oh and, yeah don't uh, don't read twitter yeah i see all the little <laughs> gifts and everything and but you know for all those sort of little quirks somehow he's created something absolutely amazing it's a yeah it's a really good representation of football yeah sometimes mm-hmm. there are a bit few weird own goals and the players do some silly things but I think I think it's, it's testimony that it was still playing it. And I've been playing it since ninety seven, ninety eight. So I'm still playing yeah. the same game, which is ridiculous. What, what, what other game on the market can do that, really? I re- I remember before I worked at SI and I used to go up there. I remember hanging out with like uh, Mark Vaughan, who's who's still there actually, and hearing a couple of things of how things worked just in the game in general. And I remember being really disappointed. It really broke the illusion for me when I understood when I understood how certain things were put together. Yeah, I get so, you say now. So sometimes it's better if you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Dan. What were you going to say? Here's um, you said about own goals, but it's just um, I saw someone post one earlier, which is about thirty yards out, and he put it in the top corner. Mm. <laughs> but then, like, enough. imagine seeing a Frank Sinclair goal in the match, and you'd, you'd be crying bugger at looking at that, wouldn't you? And that actually happened in real life. Well, the thing is, though, you got to think where, like, me and just, like, all of us who play 20 odd years, we've seen the evolution of it from just seeing a bit of text on the bottom to to the dots and now the 3D. Yeah. I think we appreciate the changes. And, um, I, I mean, yeah, the, the match editing gets, um, gets slabbed off sometimes on Twitter and the forums, but you could play FIFA and some of the stuff that happens on there and their budget probably blows yours out of the water. Yeah, it does. And I, I saw something the other day, FIFA 19 is broken. I think no matter which game people are playing, they've all got beef with yeah, with yeah. the match engine. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> but the thing is that like, no matter, every, every game out there has got issues. But, I mean, for for what it is, and it is a management simulation, I think the match engine's pretty much spot on. And like, like you say, like it is an impressive thing. Yeah, uh, I've had, um, I've actually sat in a few of the match engine meetings during the the run up to FM19. So the, uh, Nick, who's the the producer of that team, he actually gets the whole team in a room, and they pick out like some matches that a bit have come through from QA, and it's a bit like being part of match of the day. They're sitting there <laughs> analysing the phases of play. They're analysing what where the players are on the pitch, what they do. You know, I think people probably don't appreciate some of the effort that goes in. Yeah. Um, but you know they are—they're meticulous with the detail. Um, but it's one of those things; it's really hard to test as well. So many combinations. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. there's an unlimited amount of combinations and goals that can be scored. Uh, yeah. d- combinations and player roles, etc., and how you yeah, how tactics. you work your team. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a really nice tangent onto the next question, actually, which Mark has an, uh, now has a go at. Good. Good. Um, uh, do I give you two points to that? I'm making the rules up as I go, but obviously you did counter and get the right year. Should we, should, yeah, should we make not? it? Should we make it to all? Yeah, yeah make it to all. Give okay. him the points. Okay, so that was actually a really good point, Mark. What you're saying about you know analysis, analysing the game in a Q and A kind of match engine scenario, and looking at player roles specifically. So this one is about player roles. Um, it might be hard for you, but then again, you might actually be fairly easy. So put these player roles in the order from when they were introduced. <laughs> so here we go. Um, first one is inverted wing back. Yeah. Then you've got complete wing back. Then yep. you've got Segundo Valente. And then you've got sweeper keeper. 
Do you want me to read them out again? I've just written them down. Excellent. What? So they're all introduced in different different years. All different, yeah, different editions of FM. Um, put them in the order of, you know, uh, furthest back to the most recent. I reckon I know what it is. Well, God, Dan's ready to steal. So inverted wing back. What was the second one? Uh, then complete wing back. I thought you wrote this down. Did not. Well, I just wrote invert and then complete, and I didn't write wing back. So <laughs> <laughs> my, my shorthand's not what it used to be. No. Um, I reckon. And what was the third one? It was some weird. Are you name sure you again. wrote this down? Um, weird Va- I wrote Val- Valente. Segundo Valente. Okay. So that's a kind of like defensive midfielder that kind of runs with the ball. Bit more, yeah, just kind of like a playmaker, but run gets onto the. End. You're giving him clues now. It's not a clue. It's just. A, it's just. <laughs> right. So I reckon uh, completed win back was one, sweeper keeper two, uh, the segundo Valente three, and uh, inverted win back four. Okay, oh, yeah. So you, you've done you've done that in the. Can you do that again? So the wing back was the most recent, yeah. Inverted wing back. Inverted was the most recent, yeah. Okay, I think you got everyone wrong, like a completely different wrong order. Okay, well that's good. That's something. <laughs> it's well, pretty harder to do that than the other way. <laughs> uh, Dan, did you want to have a go? I had sweeper keeper, complete wing back, inverted wing back, Segundo Valante. Jesus Christ, Dan Gear, he's done it. Yeah. Uh, he's been cheating. He's been Googling that. Yeah, all mate, night. I reckon he's been Googling that. But that is bloody impressive. So um, <laughs> I won't, I, I'm not going to score you this for Dan, but Sweeper Keeper, what would you say, FM? What, what one did that come in? And this was the hardest one for me. I actually had to go and ask Liam for that one. 09? Uh, FM 10. 10. Uh, complete wing back? Probably 11. Uh, 14. And then you got oh. inverted wing back. Um, that was probably four years ago, 16. Uh, 15, so four years. And then you got Segunda Valente. I think that was, was that this year? That might have been this year or last year. 19, looking for 19. I think it was the year before 18, wasn't it? Uh, well, close enough. But no, no, you, you stole, the, you, you got, um, so you got a point there, didn't you? Yeah. I've already lost count. I've lost how count how many points Dan's got already. I think it's six. And Mark's oh, got take, a, <laughs> take take a point off for cheating. So he's on three. Um, so the, the FM discussion here was kind of leading on from what we spoke about earlier. So do does SI kind of like row pro row profile footballers and like consult with the football industry? Um, we've got quite a lot of player roles in there now. Um, you've got people like Thomas Muller, like the round Deuter, um, his player role. And my question was kind of like, is there a danger that we're going to end up with so many player roles? In fact, more pe- more player roles than actually people playing the game. <laughs> is that possible? I don't know. I uh, don't think so. But I, I, to answer the first point, I think Miles has got a little black book of um, people in the football industry. He goes to training sessions. He's you know he's got a little list of people that get the alpha of the game. So yeah. he's definitely well placed in football to know. Um, to, to know more about what's going on and 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 he's he's definitely someone who brings a lot of the roles to the table um some of the names of them are just ridiculous yeah i mean that one there i can't even, i'm just thinking i've played 19 a hell of a lot hundreds of hours and i haven't even seen that one 
Yes, um, you've got to be either the left-sided or right-sided defensive midfielder. It doesn't work as if you're in the centre. Right. So you, you basically got to play two defensive midfielders to activate it. I don't well, know. You know, it, when, it... when we finish this pod, I'm I'm definitely going to load it up and have a look. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's just interesting. Obviously, it's good that SI kind of tries to keep every year. Uh, it kind of updates that player role. So it's not always updating it. To be fair, it's not always adding player roles in. I think like this year it's taken out the um, sweeper, which to be fair, like no one in well, I don't think European football is using a sweeper now. Um, no, not really. So it's kind of Old like fashion, is it? No, so it's kind of good that I suppose it's trying to mirror what is happening in in real life, I guess, on the pitch. Do you know that? I mean, that for me sums up what Football Manager tries tries to do. It's trying to be the most accurate simulation of of football. Yeah. yeah. To like the the minuscule amount of detail, um, and hopefully it, ca- it catches on, and the media start using um, some of these terms. To be fair, they do. I mean, like. Um... Segundo Valente, I think if you actually Google it, it's a Brazilian term they use over there for their sort of box, box-to-box deeper defensive midfielders. And I, I don't know if that's where Miles steals the names from, but it's like, uh, I think the other one was um, Mazzala. I think that was like Italian or something. They actually use some of these terms in those countries. Yeah, and Calanero as well. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's quite good actually that we adopt those kind of terminologies because they're used all around Europe and then we'd go and call it something stupid like a, like a deep box to box playmaker or something stupid like that yeah. so you might as well just use the actual native term really then, uh, sorry we, we, we had someone a Premier League team in the office not long ago and we were talking about player roles and, and one of these got mentioned and they looked at us like a little bit funny like oh, what are you talking about so I, <laughs> I don't think they quite um, sit well with some of the uh, the real football clubs well, I suppose thinking about it, a Premier League team isn't going to like go and put their arms over a shoulder of a player and say, "You need to go and play Segundo Valente now," or "You need <laughs> you're going to be an inverted wing back." I think you just tell them what to do, and you know, I think but that's like how it translates. Inverted wing backs, I think, came from like Pep Mania by Munich, where he started um, having Philip Lam cut inside, yeah, and um, stuff like that. And I think that was like another one that was picked up. Yeah. Pretty much as soon as Pep's brought in, the next edition, FM ball in, which is like they say about Miles being on the ball. Yeah, but I've had a laugh to be fair. Like when I play for other side, I'll shout on when I'm running on saying I'm going to be a trick artista or something, or I'm playing deep line <laughs> playmaker, and people are like, what? Shut up, Tony. Everyone <laughs> says, fuck off the pitch if you're going to talk like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, no, well done, Dan. Thank you. You've stolen back the round. Um, question five. Uh, when was the first new gen face in game? Uh, oh, I don't know oh, if the classes regens at that point or new gens. I don't know. I get confused. But at some point, Sports Interactive introduced like the auto-generated faces. And what year was that? Do you know what? This is such a hot topic in the office. I'm. I need to think. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I don't know. I got a funny feeling. I know it. Really. I got a feeling. It might. It's either a wait or a nine. I think. I don't know why, but I th- I can remember someone saying on like Twitter or something. Oh, it's been ten years since they were added. Okay. 
So, and that was recently, I don't know if it was like pre-November or after November. That's, I'm, that's the question, isn't it? I'm going to go 09. So you're going to go FM09? Yeah. Okay. It is wrong. Mark, have you got any count on that? Right. It's, I have a vague recollection of doing the initial deal with the FaceGen guys. But then there's a basically there's an image I think it goes around the internet. Yeah, I'm looking um, at it right now. <laughs> okay, and it's like tracks the the faces over the years, and I've seen it so many times. We talk about it a lot. Internally. In my opinion, that that image you, that you're talking about, Mark, it tracks the improvement of of them and then the decline of them. <laughs> yeah, then they got a little bit scary, didn't they? <laughs> they become vampires. <laughs> yeah. So. If I did the deal, if I did the original deal for it, it was when I was still involved with FM directly. So it's got to go back to like, it's before 09, but then that image, I'm pretty sure starts after 09. Are you basing your answer off that image? I'm based on the, the answer on the correct answer. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> when they're introduced, so that that image is on there. Um, and the image, no. the image does tie up with the actual date they were introduced. I'm going to say 08. Mark, well done, it's correct. Yes. He's uh, 08. So, yeah, that, that graphic literally runs... It actually runs 10 years, that graphic. So Dan was kind of correct, I think. Uh, obviously, there's been another one since then, 2019. Yeah. Um, so I put that in there really just to get Mark's opinion on new gen faces. Um, I went to this like the Alpha Capture event at Sports Interactive, and I remember Miles coming out one of the rooms and be like, I think he was talking to Golden FM, one of the content creators, saying like, "Oh, they look good, don't they?" And I think Golden was like, "Yeah, they look good this year." And I, I'd just been in the room looking at them, thinking, "Shit, fuck, um, <laughs> not, I'm not a fan at the moment. Need, need convincing still." And to be fair, <laughs> I look at that graphic, and we obviously. It gets in, there's improvements, vast improvements, definitely. And I think you got to a point at like 2014, 15, and they're brilliant. It's like really hard for me to say anything, so I have to be careful. But <laughs> it, it's it's something it's something that is being taken incredibly seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the head of the of art view, and animation team is looking at it himself personally. From my point of view. And I, I might be alone here because I know a lot of people subscribe to a certain person who does makes like proper graphic ones or whatever, but they literally make no difference to my game whatsoever. No, to be fair, I've done exact, I've done something similar. I've just turned them off in game. It doesn't bother me anyway, so I, I wouldn't really want Sports Interactive to invest so much time to get it done. But I know some people are really passionate about it. No, um, I mean like that. You like look at it. The only time you would. Ever, see it is mainly on the match screen when um you've got the two pictures up and a player one but when when they're all when you get to that so far in you they're all new gens anyway they don't really they're so small we don't really pay that much attention i never ever stood and thought oh wow well that's really ruined my game because that guy looks like he got rapies but but they're always like bald vampires with rapies aren't they <laughs> but it, to be fair like like tony said i wouldn't want the game to suffer at a detriment to the team spending so much time trying to improve a little 2D graphic. I see why they don't, due to their graphic file sizes, yeah. they're they're gonna they're never gonna be like 
you know, like we said FIFA earlier, we like when you get picture perfect to Cristiano Ronaldo and all that because like they're again the the file size of the difference in the games are incredible. So I and I wouldn't want to slow down the, the processing of my game just to have an extra couple of texture of skin and all that on the player that I look at once every now and again on the player profile. You rarely, I wouldn't say you would rarely look at them unless you're looking at the attributes to scout them and stuff. So I mean, like it doesn't really affect my game. So tell Miles not to worry too much about it. I think the good news is the amount of uh, people it takes to fix it or look at it is not like huge it doesn't okay, come okay. At, it's not like we have to say okay we're going to pick fixing face gen over um goalkeepers in the match engine or something like that um and yeah it doesn't have, like on a personal level it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the game but at the same mm-hmm. time those people that like to play long-term saves if you don't have good looking um new gens things like the pre-match screen where we have some visual images they look a bit crap or if you have nothing yeah. or if you have a poor image. So, you know, I think it's in the game. We've got to do our best to make it look as good as possible. Yeah. And, and and we're trying. That's a good attitude to have, I suppose. And we sort of try and improve, which we've seen over the years anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. It is, uh, maybe, maybe people don't think we, we look at some of these things, but that is one of those very relevant hot topics that gets discussed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and as well, you know, Miles is incredibly passionate about it. So, you know, him him at that event saying he, they look better, they actually did look better than what they probably looked like a few weeks before. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he no, no, would yeah, have truly right. believed that as well, yeah. you know. But I think, um, you know, once you let it all settle down a bit and digest it, you know, we all know they don't look. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Mike, well, you've stolen back the board now, so well done. Um, sixth question. When did creativity change to vision? That's the attribute name. This is, this is a cruel one, isn't it? <laughs> it's one of those ones that changes that happen on the FM, and it, it took me about a week to realise, well, not realise, but like just to get used to where, where vision now is on the, on the mental screen, on the mental attributes column. In the first question is, was it a recent change or was it an old change? Okay, well, I'm going to make myself look silly now. I think it was an older change. Okay. So, you know, that could completely <coughs> make me like a dick. <laughs> um, it's a question of how long ago. I definitely remember it being discussed. It's amazing something like that could just actually be discussed as an, an item because it is literally such a small change. Well, let's say, so we've had 2014, let's say uh, 12. Okay, you're incorrect. Dan, have you got a chance to steal a point, two points even? I think it's more recent than that. Okay. I think it's more like 15. (laughs) It's correct. Well done, Dan. Honestly, Mark, we're not cheating here. Like Dan is some kind of like some t- sometimes he's an oracle. About <laughs> um, it was two thousand and well FM fifteen. Um, so I just kind of brought up the discussion here with Mark just to like talk about semantics. Obviously, is there sometimes there are I, there are just dis- we discover sometimes things that aren't quite phrased rightly. I don't think in the game. 
And is it? Do you do like housekeeping every year to say, okay, we reread every everything? Um, an example that I was speaking to our mate Hammers um, FM Pressure, and we were talking about like playing style on the staff screen, and I think he noticed or I noticed that it said playing style, and we were like, what the fuck is playing style? And then we worked out. I think I think he went and got spoke with Cleon, and it was kind of like that is the type of passing you can get. That's the four types: that's standard, long, direct, and passing. But um, oh, he said, yeah, what was it? It was called standard as well. Like, what the hell was standard? Just, just confusing sometimes. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that the, there's the research guys do spend a lot of time reviewing like the database, the fields, the terminology. It's a massive database. I know it gets talked about a lot and, you know, you probably hear all the numbers, but it's huge. We've actually got someone in at the moment who's uh, working on a, a project to take it from access um, where I think we have pushed it to the absolute limits and we're, we're finally getting it online. Yep. And the guy that sort of uh, is doing it um, initially turned us down from doing it because I think when we had the initial meetings with him... <laughs> you, saw, you saw the volume... <laughs> He, we scared him off and then I think he went away and thought about it for a couple of like weeks or a week or so and then he came back and said no no I want to do it but you know it is that scary the database the fields even like the uh, the guides so all the researchers get like a like a massive guide to read sort of like what, what everything means how it all fits together you know it's scary scary shit yeah and were you there on the discussions when it was creativity division? Was that a big no, talking point or not? I can't say I was, no. I, at that moment in time, I was working on um, uh, Football Manager Online. So I was working out, out of Korea and China quite a lot. Okay. Yeah. So I wasn't privy to those conversations. Okay. Well, well done, Dan. You, you've surprised us all here already by getting that one. Um, so you're back on the board. Um <laughs> Can you name two FM Easter eggs that come round annually in FM? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> come round annually. April Fourth. Okay. To be fair, our podcast is one long year, one year long April. No, yeah. So <laughs> that is correct. Um. <laughs> Mark's, Mark's still buzzing in. There's, I'm sure it's also if you play on Christmas Day and you pass Christmas Day, there's some sort of Easter egg as well. Is that your two answers? Yeah. I actually don't know about that Christmas one, so hopefully Mark can back me up and say that's not right, or is it right? I don't know. I don't know, but let's call that one as bullshit and yeah. uh, <laughs> the answer. I would say that's bullshit. Who plays on Christmas Day anyway? Sad exactly. <laughs> Actually, saying that, I, um, we offer um, people a day's extra holiday if they help man the forums on um, over the Christmas period because well, that, it's actually it. one of the one of the busiest days in terms of like activations of the year. Right. Okay. As you might expect, but yeah. we we do take that seriously as well. We have lots of people available. Right. But I believe the answer um, is, is there something to do with birthdays? Oh, God, I, to be fair, I don't even know. So I might have to take your word for it. Or there's one, I think, to do with um, your son as well. Yeah, yeah. that is, an, I suppose that it could be classed an Easter egg, yeah. There's um, also um, the, um, I don't know if it's the politically correct term, but the Gijian last year or the year before. 
Um, yeah. When you when you had the uh, um, new gen come out, is um, homosexual was also on. Yeah, uh, another Bre- one Bre- that Brexit's the world's worst Easter egg. Yeah, that's the one <laughs> no one wants. <laughs> um, the one I had as well that was um, not mentioned was November. Uh, hopefully, that's still in there. Uh, that's, oh, yeah, that's where the the new gens we talked about earlier start growing tashes and even look even more horrendous. Yeah, I th- I, I'm not sure if that's still in. You know, is it not? Okay, blame the quizmaster. Um, so anyway, I, I, I think we'll take your word for it, Mark, and we'll give you a, a point for that one. Okay, thank you. Um, no, you're welcome. That's all right. <laughs> um, so we've just going to ask Mark: Is there anything that's been left on the cutting room floor of like Easter eggs that perhaps were going to be in that were maybe too outrageous, or any ideas that never just got got going? The the thing we have to stay away from, which really limits us, is. Um... It's like licensing stuff. Right. So, you know, you can imagine there's quite a lot more we could do in the game, but we can only really do the, do stuff with new gens or with, like, you. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. our ass is getting sued by someone. Didn't, wasn't there one... I don't know if it's still in the game, but wasn't there a year when they, um, you had new gens getting kicked out of nightclubs or something? Probably, right yeah. That's the kind of thing we might do that's... Because it's a new gen, we can do whatever we like. I'm sure there's like... Oh, <laughs> that um, sounds so seedy, doesn't it? <laughs> I think it was I mean, a long time ago, like, like say, 07 or something, and um, a player would not turn up to training and he'd been seen coming out of a nightclub at 3 o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a Mark Vaughan kind of thing. They're the kind of news items that he might write. <laughs> he's, he's well known for that. I, I vaguely remember one in the match engine. It was maybe related to when Robbie Fowler... Um, sniffed the line. (laughs) I believe there was something in there only for new gens where a player would do something... It was a very (laughs) rare occurrence of it, but a player could do something silly like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the old CMs uh, where... Not so much of an Easter egg, but you could have... There was some sound effects in the background and if you were managing... um, Newcastle, maybe it, the crowd would shout, "You can stick your sexy football up your ass." <laughs> I think it was around the time that Rud Hullet was the manager. Really, I, I never noticed that. I did play all the CMs. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like maybe uh, CM three, right. CM ninety. No, am I am I wrong in thinking that one of the early CMs actually had commentary, like a real person doing commentating? It did. It had, I believe, um, Clive Tilsley. So it was when. It was pre my time, but it was when the guys were with um, Idos CM2. I think they gave him the game, and Idos went off and um, paid someone, or paid Clive Tilsley to come in and record, and they sort of stitched it all together. Oh, right. Do you think there's any plan to do that again, or something similar? I, don't... I think there's an exclusive coming. I don't believe there are any plans to put uh, breaking voice... news. Voice commentary inside Football <laughs> Manager anytime soon. Uh, I'd, I'd pay for a Dan Gear version, to be honest. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> oh, wait, me love her. You put right, in the box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've got over your halfway line. We're done. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, sorry, sorry. Mark, one quick question while you're on the subject of it. Do you play with the um, crowd noise on or off? Off. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Every, every oh, year yeah. I do give it a few. I, I give it a go. I, I put the sound on. You know, get the experience going, and then it just—it just, it just um, yeah, it's just back in background noise, isn't it? 
I, but I also, did. when you're playing at 10 o'clock at night and Morgan hears you still playing out at 2 o'clock <laughs> in the morning, exactly. you've got to go on quiet. <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem, yeah. It's a, a personal opinion. I definitely feel like it's a bit of a growth area if we wanted to do a bit more with it because, uh, again, I go back to the olden days. I remember a time, I think it was when I first started, so it was like CM9900. We used to spend a lot of money on getting like crowd noises and... I think even IDOS back then would send people out to grounds and they'd have like the big microphones and they'd come back with a ton of a ton yeah. of like crowd noise. Whereas whereas now it just seems to be it sounds like it's taken a bit a little step backwards in some respects. It, it sounds like white noise. I play white noise to my child to get him to sleep. <laughs> it's pretty much so, the same really. <laughs> so a good challenge for our listeners to go back through the CMs and listen to when you can hear them saying the referee's a wanker in the crowd. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's CM CM9798 it might have been, or CM3, one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I hammered those editions, particularly those two. They were great ones, and I don't recall hearing it, but then again, I don't know, was I listening? I can't remember now. I, think about it. I, de- I downloaded, uh, the, I think, it's, is it 0102 you can download now, yeah, and, is, and yeah. you, you get real data. I just wanted to re- remember what it was like. Yeah. And uh, it's incredible when you go back because actually, compared to what there is now, there's there's hardly anything to do. No, exactly. But maybe that's what everyone absolutely loved back then. I always get these <laughs> grand ideas to go back to an older version, and when I did do it for O one O two, not recently, but a, a few years ago, it was just kind of like this is this is rubbish. The game's moved on. The, the game gets better every year, um, despite the moans. And you don't, I don't ever go back to an old version. And play in FM. I don't go back to like FM08 and thinking, yes, new gens are in the first year. It just doesn't happen. I'm, I'm on FM19 till FM20 comes out. Just the way it is. Indeed. I, I, what was the first year of the match engine? It was 09, I think. Have you it ever, was, yeah. Have you ever gone back to that? No, never. No. Um, I've got I, a few screenshots from my, my saves and stuff, and I go back and look at screenshots of like that, that particular <laughs> new gen and his like career statistics and stuff, but I won't ever go back to. And I do keep, sadly, the, I, I'm so sad I keep the save files. So if I could go back, I could load up that save, but I've never done it. Wow. You are yeah. hardcore. <laughs> you, you're sad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, who got that round? Does it, does it just, that goes over to Mark, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so number eight question. So FM19 saw a massive training overhaul. But in which edition did the previous way of training get implemented? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can you remember the, the one before that, what it was like? I should know this because I was involved a lot in the new training, right? When they were, because it was the first, it was the first feature that used a new process that we introduced to sort of do features. Right. So I was involved in a lot of the meetings and I should know the old training system that they were trying to fix. I reckon it was FM 13. <clears throat> okay. You're close, but it's, it's incorrect. Um, Damn. Dan, have you got uh, an idea? So I'm going to be want- freaked out if you get this again, because this is on a roll. You want the you want the year it changed to the last one, yeah. So in which year? Yeah. So the so the last training, when was that introduced? The first year of that we were introduced. That makes sense. Yeah. 
I think. Just trying to think. I'm gonna go for. Uh, I don't know. I think because we said earlier, like oh, oh, eight, no, nine was a new gen, so they would have been working on that. So I reckon it's gonna be something like ten or eleven. If Mark think, what did Mark say? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So if he wasn't involved in it, he would be pretty close. Let's go. For, let's go for eleven. Correct. He's eleven. Yep. <laughs> Absolute witch. Um. Yeah. So, so that was a question to, to Mark. The, so I, ten was the one when you did it in the units, and like remember you used to set up like say defenders and put all your defenders in it. Well, then it changed to the previous edition, which we just passed on by. I can't even remember the old the oldest. It's one of those other things when I play, I just leave it to the assistant. <laughs> I cannot be bothered to fanny around with um, all of those settings. I just like to like to just get through my matches and then just buy strikers. Just That's buy all strikers. I do. Just buy strikers. <laughs> so you you were the right person to bring in on the training then. So what do we do about the training, Mark? Well, I leave it to the assistant. <laughs> yeah, and buy strikers. Yeah. I, I made sure they had that mode for me. Uh, so I was going to ask Mark actually are, are SI now happy with the training now that it's been overhauled again I think generally from my point of view the feedback's been very positive about it it, it has been it has been positive we've got a guy in the studio um, called Seb and he's he was really 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 passionate about uh, training and he spent a lot of time uh, he's like a very active poster on on the forums. He spent a lot yeah. of time talking to lots of other people, and he came up with this kind of a vision. And he had the opportunity to like see it all the way through. I think yeah. if, if I were to ask him, he'd probably say he's not one hundred percent happy. Um, I think there's definitely a, uh, a sort of train of thought that it's still it might still be a little bit too detailed. Um, so maybe there might be a few improvements uh, along the way. But yeah, can, overall, compared can, to where it was before, I think we'd, we're much happier. Can you at SI see, like, obviously not the people who play offline, but the people who play online, connected to Steam, can you see what sort of that what they're doing? So are they all just leaving it to assist it to do, or are people actually doing it themselves? Can you see that? The stats for it. Yeah, there's um, we've got like a, a, a stat system. Um, so I, we make a lot of decisions now, which are informed by data. So someone, when they're tr developing a, a feature, can look at the the stats from the previous years. So uh, I haven't looked at them myself, but there will definitely be a lot of stuff to do with training that we can yeah. go and look at. Because I personally quite like it. I think like. A lot of people, like I say, I say the hardcore people, have wanted the chains for a while, and it's definitely a stepping in the right direction. I do see what you mean about it's probably a bit too do detail for the majority of the um, people playing it, and um, from what I can tell from the where I am in the community, that a lot of people do mainly leave it to the assistant and just tweak what they think needs tweaking in the week. So, like, um, I know Tony himself, before he played a cup game, he practiced his penalties. And yeah, right. and then I found out it was only, what well, Cleon said, it was a 1% boost. <laughs> and I was quite, I was quite like, pissed off about that. But to be fair, it makes sense because 
you could train penalties, but then when you go down to it, it's still a lottery. Um, and I still would do it anyway. Even if it is one percent, I'd still be training penalties for a cup game. So I'm a tweaker. I don't I don't build my routines and kind of like every week be like using loading a, a different routine. And I kind of like let the assistant manager do it, and then I'll kind of just tweak it as I go. So uh, yeah. That for me, that's the beauty of football manager. So I'm the kind of guy who likes to just <coughs> leave. I'm hands off. I want someone else to do it for me. But if you want to get deep and dirty with it you you've got so many kind of options and things to play with it's it's unbelievable yeah i think that is probably the major i i think the major benefit of this year's training i know people say like oh yeah you should all be doing it like perfectly because you to be fair the user probably gets a, a benefit if they if they do training themselves all the time and work it out kind of crack crack the enigma but the fact that it lets people that you know don't have a lot of time to play that can just let the pass all over responsibility to a particular staff member or tweak it like I am or go the whole route that Dan does. The fact that it caters for all those players is just brilliant, really. Yeah, it's just I think it's one of the game's strengths. It, it, it tries to allow people to play it in a way that they want. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one of the good things about it. You, know, you can you can cover a wide, like, um, different type of needs for everybody. You've got like you've got the more hardcore, but you've got like I suppose you've got that bit of FM touching that as well because you've got the people who pick it up, play it, want to buy Ronaldo and see how he gets on in a team, and then put it back down again. Yeah, so, F- FMT's got its its own. It's the same system, but it's got its own take on it, just to mm-hmm. to cater for that particular game and that the, the type of person that's playing that. Yeah. So what's the next, apart from tra- training was a big one this year, what's what's the word on the street as sort of the next big thing that SI need to fix in? Well, other than the matching to the people, but then people just moan about anything, really. Um, <laughs> I don't know, really. What, what do you think? I, what's left? What's left? I honestly, my thing is scouting and don't know, director of football, that's the big thing for me. Director of football needs a massive overhaul, in my opinion. Yeah, I've got some words on that. When I, when I do my next blog post, I'm going to have a little rant about the director of football because, in terms of offering new contracts and stuff, they go out, they go mental. <laughs> you can't you it's, can't control their curb for like giving out ridiculous wages. It's it's not so much that from we we were saying earlier about how um, it keeps up with the times. Maybe not so much in the Premier League and that, but on the mainland Europe. Director of football plays a massive part in the clubs. Whereas whilst you can leave it to the director of football, there's not enough interaction with him. You know, where you can have your interaction with the board, you can have your interaction with the players, you there's no real like discussion with the director of football like, right, this is what I want. I want you to set the scouting team up to find this. But he then turns around and said, right, well, we can't find this, but I found this player that would improve your left-back rather than your right midfielder. I think that is an area, personally, that for the way I play, or have evolved to play, I would like to see that improved. But I appreciate that's a very niche part, because a lot of people probably wouldn't use the director of football. Like, a lot of people like to do the transfers themselves, whereas I try to sort of make it more realistic as I can. Yeah. Can, can you say that again, please? Because I just couldn't keep up writing all your, my notes. <laughs> just get just get Dan in the studio. <laughs> Invite him down. Yeah, he, he drinks loads of like Mythos beer. But if you get some of that stuff, he'll be fine. <laughs> well, it's just um, what I tried to do this started last year, this year, but this year I haven't 
bought a player. Every time I want a player, I try to get add it to the transfer target list to get my director of football to buy him. The director of football does all the contracts, but yet he doesn't do staff contracts. Well, I want him to do the staff contracts as well. I, I think what I appreciate is very much a niche area of the game, and it probably wouldn't make a difference to 95% of the players. That's just me being greedy. The way that I play, I would like that part to improve. Um, also, scouting. I always feel like we could find out more with scouting. You know, it's like um, I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of NFL, and um, in a moment they're about to start the um, combine with the um, college players going into the draft, and they do like the stats and all that. Well, I can imagine like when the football scouts go to watch a game, they don't just return back saying, "Oh, he's good at in big matches." I I want to know more in the sense of stats of over the game time. You can look at his form, but it doesn't dive deep enough in. Yeah, I, su- I suppose. I suppose foot football, anyway, is probably a bit behind like American sports that are driven solely by stats. I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. What you're saying is then looking at career statistics and say, okay, give me the player that's got the most dribbles per ninety minutes. Yeah. At left midfield, who has I don't know, uh, good. Good men- mental attributes or something like that. I don't know, yeah. and, then, and then just you know go and find the the best player for that. Yeah, um, but then again, I appreciate that is probably a niche area that a lot of people wouldn't really be paying any attention to. I think that's definitely one of the areas that Miles is spending time um, talking to football clubs about. Um, that that black book he's got of contacts definitely gets exhausted uh, asking them questions about how they do scouting and and just player recruitment in general. Mm. Yeah, so I'm sure in a future version there'll be improvements in that area. That's good to hear. Excellent. If not, just get down in the studio. As I said, as long as you have got Mythos, you'll be fine. He won't cause a rock. <laughs> we'll just do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we were on, we touched upon FM Touch at that point briefly. Uh, the next question, uh, which Dan has now got because he took control of the board, uh, <laughs> is about FM Touch. So, which year did FM feature add-ons on FM Touch? I, I gotta be honest. I, I only three days ago downloaded FM Touch for the first time on my iPad to play at work. Um, for one night I want. I was talking to somebody about Oli Godesosaurus tactics. Excellent. Does he or she listen to the pod? Because you might want to not not say that that you're playing FM at work. Um, no, there's no way anyone I work with listens to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've kind yeah. of seen a few images of Dan's work. There's no way that anyone can use a computer there. <laughs> There's, um, the only one they've listened to is when my wife came on. Oh, yeah, we did a wife pod, Mark. Yeah, they, they listened to that. Really? It's the best pod that's ever been done, and they don't even play for a manager. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, on, I would not have a clue. Uh, we, well, I recommend giving a guess. I don't know. Um... FM seventeen. No, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> okay, so it, the game changed its name. So you, the fact that you said Football Man at the Touch, are you referring to its former names as well? I am. Yeah, correct. So I'm I'm referring to Classic Mode as well. So that that kind of like yeah, watered down version, I guess. Ooh. 
So was you involved in this at all, Mike, when this got launched? Because this, this was quite a big thing, because um, I think this launched pretty much or the year after my first child was being born, and I remember having literally no time to have a proper FM save. So I did actually use Classic for one year, and it didn't fulfil the, exactly the need of FM, but to be fair, it, it felt like the old games, like an old CM game. I loved it. Yeah, that was definitely the intention, to sort of try and recreate um, that experience... Yeah. For people that were kind of time poor. Yeah, and I massively was, so it, it did help. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So Football Manager Classic has got a bit I've got to have been around since And I'm sure it would have launched with, because uh, it definitely launched with um, the IAPs, because one of them was quite controversial. It's, I think, the ability to give yourself, um, it boost your bank balance. Yeah, but if people want to cheat, they'll cheat anyway using the other stuff anyway, so. That's true, there's an editor out there, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say then, yeah, the launch version, so it would be Football Manager Classic, 2015 you're close and you've got the right name of it but I make it 2013 two years earlier shit okay as early as that yeah um damn I suppose there's an opportunity like could could ever like transactions ever be made into the main game I would seriously doubt it I think um I've got a bit of a question that's sort of close to this. Um, what about subscriptions? So rather than us paying whatever it is, £30 a year, would there be like um, like some PC games, I think it's World of Warcraft, you pay a monthly fee uh, for the game and rather than a new edition every year, have like um, just feature updates as you bring them in out at a time? Well, like, like a Netflix account, but have it for FM. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, say, like, um, say training this year, say they was ready in May last year, that they would then update. It wouldn't be called FM 18, it would just be called Football Manager. And then when the training, it was like, right, we've got the new training thing, there's this people who pay their X amount a month, the latest add on is now ready to download it, it just evolves your game on the go. It's, it's it's definitely the way the world seems to be going. Do you think? Yeah, to, I know. I know. Football um, manager Warcraft, fans, a big one. Do you, do you think FM fans would would like that? Well, I think, well, like you said, everything everything's going down that route. I like Adobe Creative Cloud. Like when you do design software, that that's all subscription based. Now you don't actually ever own the software. You just kind of like rent it. Netflix is the same. You, oh, you I, think? I don't know about games itself. I'm, I don't actually play any really many other games other than FM. So. I'm guessing they're like that as well, though. I know, like PlayStation has like a online subscription, doesn't it, to use their services? Yeah, I think it'd be along the lines of remember when um, what's it called, DRM came out and everyone had a bit of an uproar about it, but now it's just second nature. Yeah, um, I think it, there would be a large group that would probably complain at the start, but I think if they found out they're like saying that every couple of months they would have like a new add-on with a new, say, let's just use training as an example. You, 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 the team at SRI has been working on training April the 1st we've got a new download for you you're paying a monthly fee it comes down and you get the new one rather than a edition every year the game evolves on the fly 
Like then you want to change the user interface six months later, then it again you know it just downloads on the fly. I don't. I only bring it up because of um, the, the, like you're saying, games are going that ways. Um, I think I don't know if Fort, Fortnite's a bit like that. It's free to to a certain extent, but you've got to pay every year for like a subscription. Um, that you get the new year. Well, we, we can maybe do it for the podcast. You know, how much will people pay for these podcasts? I don't know. Fort, Fortnite's got, um, isn't it, the battle battle passes? That's kind yeah, of like that. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I think one thing I could I do know is that I Miles is the studio director. He's the guy who's got his finger on the pulse. And so, I mean, the the only thing from my point of view is if we were to go down that route, it's a big change in how the studio does its business. Yeah, because. You think about it. We've been making um, games that come out around the same time, give or take, every year for twenty, twenty-five years. Yeah, yeah like I suppose every everything is geared towards that calendar, isn't it? So like all your marketing is done in specific times of the year. If that was to go away and it's all year round, what? How do you structure it? I suppose, and I suppose development-wise, we, which we don't see, how do you do it really? Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's definitely not impossible. It's just. Uh, uh, it would just be a big shift shift for the team, but you know, I think we're, we're we're definitely one of those studios that's always like on the lookout for for new things. And uh, I always put my trust in Miles; he'll he'll deliver the goods whichever way we go. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, Mike, you took control of that board for the last question, question ten. Uh, it kind of links into what we said earlier. I, I bet you mentioned that you went to like the the Far East to deal with FM Online. Is that yeah. FM Live? Um, it's que- uh, FM Live that then morphed into FM Online. Okay, so the question is about FM Live. So that went live in two thousand and eight. Yep. Um, so this this one you should know. It should be an easy one for you. Which year did it close? Uh, two thousand and eleven. Excellent. That's right. And <laughs> if you had to guess a month. What would you Ooh, guess? I would guess. This that. isn't a point. You've won the points of this one, but just out of interest. <laughs> okay, so let me think. It's got to be before March because that's the general like financial year. So I would say February 2011. Okay, I made it May, but I think I got that from Wiki, but I wasn't. Okay, no, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was just a question to Mark, really. It's like, do SI look at that title as a success now that it's closed? Um, would they go back to it in the future? Maybe is there is there ways it could be like reborn again? I, to be fair, I've never played it. I it never. I think I was at uni. No, I wasn't at uni. I was. I was already starting getting mortgages at the time, and it was, I never had time for that to start playing that game. I absolutely loved Football Manager Live. Yeah, I know a lot of people do love it. It it. Unfortunately, it was it was flawed. The, the design was wrong from the start, and you know, if only we'd known at the time. But for the people that played it, and I think in its heyday, it maybe had like thirty-five to fifty, thirty-five thousand, forty thousand people playing it. Um, yeah, it was it was just a game that felt ahead of its time. I was about to say that. I think it was ten years too early. If it had been now, with what we just discussed, like your Fortnite's in your player unknowns and people playing in that sort of world, I think it would probably be a lot more successful than it was. Yeah, I mean, I've been, fundamentally it was flawed. The design, the way we did it, there was only sort of one version of a player in the world. So 
if you knew the game, if you knew the database, you could pick up the wonder kids, you could pick up the star players, and you could kind of hold on to them and no one else could get them. So by the time we got into Korea and China, we'd fixed that design flaw. Um, So we kind of took the same technology. So the team that made FM Live carried on working on it, and we took that technology and improved it massively in Korea, and then we tried it out in China as well. What was the reason behind that to go to that sort of market rather than rebranding it and bringing it back out in your normal market i think we were just looking at the asian markets as a really good opportunity they were they were probably ahead of the curve in terms of playing these types of games yeah there's a a really big like uh it's called fifa online uh that's played out in asia and we were kind of seeing those kind of games and thinking well we we could we could do something similar and then also worrying about if you bring it back to England, you don't really want it to cannibalise football manager as well. You know, it's quite a weird situation. So we yeah. thought we'd just focus on getting it right in Asia before even <coughs> thinking about bringing it home. It's coming home, would have been the uh, hashtag. I, I still see people um, regularly tweet Miles talking about FM Live. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I'm very tempted to like their uh, <laughs> their tweets. Drop a hint to Miles. <laughs> um, I know Ed Wilson, who was on uh, um, one of the hosts of um, Deep Line Play- um, podcast um, that ended last year. He loved it, and he really wanted it back. And um, he was talking about it the other day on um, FM Slack, and a few people just started enjoying the conversation about how they loved it. And um, it's actually surprising how many people in a small group really enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, the world needs another version of FM Live. That's what I've come to realise. Yeah. Do, do you think that's a route that you're going to go down? You never know. Never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I, to be fair, I think I agree with Dan. I, I do think perhaps it came too early. And I think if it launched now with the... I think online capabilities are just expected in games, really. Because if the FM is an offline solo game, isn't it? It's a very mm-hmm. lonely game. Um and the fact that the online element makes it more perhaps even more addictive, if that if that can even be a thing, um, it could just springboard and, and grow again, I guess. Yeah, I just think people enjoy playing games with their friends. Yeah, uh, I mean, yes. f- football manager is quite unique because it's a very solo experience. So if somehow we could make a game that allowed you to sort of enjoy all the big elements of football manager, but also your mates playing it too, for me that sounds like an absolute winner. Yeah. Mm. One to think that's about. right I suppose at Union because like, me and my mates were all like my football team we'd all play Pro Evo but we'd all be in the same room playing it there was no online at the time there was no capability but now like youngsters are just playing online they, well, they won't go around their mates to play the game they'll just play online in their own rooms well that's it I mean that's our, our generation is not the same as what it is now I mean I can remember playing Championship Manager in my friend's front room there was literally four of us sharing a mouse yeah. for an, all, all summer you know, yeah. like every day we were going around that one guy's house who had the best computer and literally just passing a mouse around. We used to camp around this like monitor, just like loads of like four or five lads just on top of each other, like trying to look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in the office, it was like 9900. There was maybe eight of us there. We used to have the most amazing network games of CM. Yeah. It was brilliant. That- we caught we caught the guy who does um, the English research. We caught him cheating like fuck. He was oh. scouring the <laughs> database looking for Wonder Kids. We stuck a big sticker on his back. Pete the cheat. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, give him abuse from us. <laughs> <laughs> he still gets abuse to this day for that, so don't worry. We, we won't Pete, Pete the Cheat as well. Unfortunate name as well for Cheat as well. Pete, Pete the Cheat. <laughs> okay, well, that brings into the actual game itself. Um, Dan scored an impressive 10 to Mark's 5. Uh, not bad. Uh, so it's not bad. Uh, and if, if, the, if the scoring was really fair, it would actually be a, a draw, really. But, um, and to be fair, those scores are subject to change because I might not have tallied out properly anyway. I've just, I've just really enjoyed the discussion today, to be honest. We've got some yeah. American boxing judges doing the scoring then, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> um, so, that, well, so, so, Dan, you, you earn the uh, Friday follow from the G&G account tomorrow oh, when the podcast is out. So well done. A Friday follow for your own, for your own podcast. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, um, I've actually got one question for Mark. You were asking us what we would like to see change going forward. What would you like to see change going forward? Oh, what a question. I, That's um, why he's my co-host. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I tell, the, one the one area I, 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 I've looked at, because I think there's definitely an opportunity, is some of the online modes. Uh, and I think mm. that's because I've been in the online space for like 10 years. Um, and I look at like fancy draft and think it's good, but I think it could be a bit better. Uh, definitely, yeah. So we, I'm, we I'm, on, I'm on that, I think, just looking looking at that, seeing what we might be able to do in the future. But it's a long-term project. It's nothing that could be done yeah. very quickly. If um, if you ever get time, listen to our episode called Fancy Draft. Me and Tony actually played the Fancy Draft and um, did a game against each other. And, um, it, well, it was an experience, especially when Tony scored a goal and the, t- the highlights slowed down and it took about eight minutes to show the goal. <laughs> yeah, we, and we had this stupid idea to actually broadcast, like, to, to air a pod as we played it. <laughs> so it was a bit of filler to discuss that one. Uh, but it was a good laugh. There's certain improvements, definitely. Um, but I suppose the message to SI would be, like, not, not give up on it. Like, actually just... Mm just tweak it and make it better and make it work and you will do um, I mean there's definitely a market for it I mean I know two um, big streamers at the moment um, Teach and Dupe are doing like a network save where they're doing like the rivals and one of them's Arsenal and one of them's Tottenham and it's getting a big following and they did a podcast about it and I listened to it the other day and it was like bringing back memories of when I knew obviously my life changed a little bit I can't dedicate that time to playing online with somebody I work shifts anyway but um so I remember in the olden days when I used to have a network save and um, what's it called? Hayachi and we had to just download it for the server and um, that that was brilliant and then like I remember enjoying that so much and like you say about online and the next generation they are all online now and it's definitely an area of the market that could that needs definitely needs improving I mean I'm I've tried to do it try and do everything I can on FM try it I mean fantasy draft isn't for me it's not something that really interested me which I I tried it mainly to see what it was like and I found it quite surprising I didn't like it considering like I said earlier I like NFL and I like their draft system and everything but it didn't it wasn't quite the same it just it took I think one like five of us did a um just uh draft and it took literally like four hours to get through the draft yeah, it's definitely one thing I've he- I've heard and observed. Just it's it's quite a time investment, isn't it, to get yeah. get it going? But once once you got past that, it's all right. It's just yeah, it's this initial setup is the problem. Yeah. At the moment. Um, the uh, another another thing. It's not really a feature, but I, I was really, really, really 
working hard behind the scenes with the team on like general stability and stuff. So we've got these amazing stats uh, and it's really boring. People probably don't really care about it too much, but it tells us, you know, how many people's games crashed and et cetera, et cetera. So we had a really, really, really big thing last year to sort of just fix those. And some of them are just like legacy things. Some of them, you know, just coding mistakes, etc. So Do you know what? I actually, I've actually had no crashes this edition at yeah, all. We've definitely and, uh, got an issue with some graphics cards still, but the situation is way better than it was. And I think yeah, that's, that's never going to win an award for a feature, but it's one of those <laughs> things that I think just people ex- people expect in any yeah. kind of game. So, you know, we, we, went, we went hard on that last year. It's one of those things you, you'll, you'll hear, like, you know, when things aren't going right with the stability, you'll hear like, you know, 24 hours of the day, it's going wrong, but you'll never hear actually, oh, hi, Mark, my, my game's been stable since November, thanks. You'll only hear the bad news, unfortunately, in that, that kind of scenario. I mean, like, the only, since the form game came out with the um, first hotfix, the only crashes I've had have sort of been self-inflicted where I've been mid-game and one of the kids woke up and I've had to close the yeah. screen down. Quit, quit and, and reload. Then, yeah, the classic. <laughs> and next time I when I've opened the laptop up again it's crashed on the, in the thing because I it's more like probably my end where I've closed the game like just closed the screen mid game yeah. and it's better to open up that I mean I haven't really noticed any major crashes in, in game but then like a lot of it you get a lot like a lot of people use their own skins graphic packs I can imagine that puts a lot of strain on it yeah, we've definitely seen some issues with that. Uh, people editing databases and doing some weird shit that we, you know, probably should fix in the editor itself, mm. so that you can't actually do those things. But uh, it, it's it's just a really good thing about Football Manager. It's so flexible, so yeah. many permutations, um, and yeah, it, it can cause some t- some some problems sometimes. Yeah. Okay, that brings it closer to the pod then. Um, outro. You normally do any plug-in or anything? I want to plug next Friday, March the 1st, we will be announcing what hashtag GNG event is. Wow. So keep an eye out on Twitter next Friday, probably around lunchtime. Yeah. Um, We will finally tell you what it is. And obviously Mark will be watching because he now wants to know what it is. Course, yeah, so I don't know if Mark's aware, we're, we're kind of a big deal, Mark, and um, we had a fan day last summer, and basically we had five people turn up, I think it was five, <laughs> and, or was it four, and two of them four. were... Two of them were four, two and one million really. Four, four people turned up, obviously Dan and I turned up, that includes in the four, so two other people turned up. Um, we just had a few beers in Bristol, it was a good laugh. Um, this might be a closed event, but we, we do fan days every year, because you know, we've got fans, um, and we try to mix it around the country. And one day we might go international. You never know when the pod really gets off the ground. <laughs> well, just remember me, guys, okay? Just remember me. <laughs> we will do. Uh, Mark, did you want to plug yourself or anything? You don't have to. Uh, well, I know you, you, you do the tea at Sports Interactive. I do the tea, yeah. I also want to let um, everyone know that I am probably the best uh, tester uh, that Sports Interactive has ever, ever had. Yeah. I have won awards multiple years in a row, 20 years in a row now. And um, there are various people in the studio that are incredibly jealous of my um, testing skills. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, that brings a close to pod. Uh, thank you, Mark, um, yeah. for coming on. Really appreciate it. It's been thank really you, insightful, Mark. actually. Really enjoyed it. And, and, um, 
it's been special being the one year anniversary of the pod to have someone from Sports Interactive come on and explain the game more um, to people who probably don't understand how things work. Well, who, yeah. who's that guy? Because that definitely wasn't me. <laughs> no, no. Listen, guys, thank, thanks for having me on. I really enjoy your um, podcast. Um, as I said to you uh, the other day, I listened to four episodes. Curtis's was my, my favourite. Yeah. Um, I will continue to give you a listen. Keep up the good work. I absolutely love the way the community's going because I started off doing uh, websites back in the day. And to now see that we have like streamers and YouTubers and podcasts and all the other things that go with playing Football Manager. Don't I forget never... the bloggers. With, and with the bloggers, bloggers as well. Yeah. 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 Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Cleon. Um, <laughs> but uh, I absolutely never thought some of those things would ever happen. I never thought that Football Manager would be a game that people would want to watch other people playing. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing, really. It's incredible. So, And I found uh, last year, I found some. Some great streamers. I love watching Teach. Uh, yeah. And I've forgotten his name. There's another guy, and I, I clicked onto him one day, and he was wearing sunglasses in the house. And I can't remember his name. Does anyone um, recognise that uh, FM YouTube uh, FM streamer? There's quite a few. I think. Well, might, what I don't really think? agree with sunglasses in the house. If I'm honest, well, what, there's quite a few. That. There's quite a few that wear sunglasses in the house. Yeah, there's quite well, a few. It's an abomination, but yeah. <laughs> It was incredible. He was he was very passionate about what he was doing as well. Yeah. Was it was it just um, really bright in the house? Was it just no? Because I came back about four hours later and he was still wearing them. And I thought, well, I'll give him a chance. And then two oh. days later, he was still wearing them. So okay. Well, if the person is wearing sunglasses, listening, take them off and get in contact. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, guys. Thank you for your time. Cheers, Thank you. Mate. Cheers. Thank Bye. you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers. See ya. Thanks for listening, guys.